0: Good morning. It's February 23rd. Welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is The Depths. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. Psalm 130, 1 and 2. Have you ever noticed that we have a tendency to call on God more urgently and more frequently when we've hit rock bottom? When the money is good, the job is secure and going well, the family is healthy, heck, you're healthy, and your leisure time is even plentiful, well, man usually feels that he is doing just fine, thank you very much, without God. Prayer seems sort of silly, and let's face it, who even remembers to pray when everything is going swimmingly? But those of us who occasionally put God on a back burner until we really need him find to our surprise that he is still there waiting. Our God is a faithful God, and he offers hesed, the Hebrew word used 248 times in the Bible, meaning unfailing love. Charles Spurgeon, the famous English particular Baptist, preacher in the last half of the 19th century looked at our trials and tribulations as proportional to our mercies or consolations. It is always darkest before the dawn, and Spurgeon felt you could see the light much brighter if you were emerging from the inky blackness. Being driven to the depths tends to make a man humble, and on your knees is a good posture to receive the Lord's grace. Our trials make more room for consolation. Great troubles are critical for the development of great hearts. Spurgeon puts it this way, God comes into your heart and finds it full. He begins to break your comforts and to make it empty. Then there's more room for grace. When things start rapidly coming apart, you or a loved one receive a bad diagnosis, a family member dies, you lose your job, you lose a friend, or your marriage is in real trouble. God comes to us even before we beg for him to do just that. The realization dawns on us that doing things our way in our own power, has led us right to the bottom of the well. This realization then leads to a rejection of the idols with which we have surrounded ourselves. The money, the power, the fancy car, the alcohol, the porn, none of these objects of our intermittent worship leads anywhere but down. And when we hit bottom, it tends to wake us up to what's actually important in life. Joseph's brothers threw him in a well and then sold him into slavery. Even after working enslaved in Egypt, things got worse when Potiphar's wife accused him of sexual assault and he was thrown into prison, Genesis 39:11. It can't get much worse off than that, right? But God provided Joseph with an opportunity by empowering him to interpret dreams. And although Joseph gave the credit to God, still it was he who was rescued from slavery and put in power over all of Egypt. The prophet Jonah didn't forget about God He just flat out ignored him and went in the opposite direction from Nineveh, where God had directed him. Read the story again for the details, Jonah 1-4, through but suffice it to say that when the sailors threw him overboard in the midst of the storm and he sank like a rock, things were not looking well for his immediate future as a prophet, or any future for that matter. But far from punishing him for rank disobedience, God provided a great fish to swallow him and take him to shore. Whether literal or metaphorical, the message is clear. God is there for you even if you don't ask till you're desperate. That's what his hesed is all about. As for you, you meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. Joseph in Genesis 50, 20-21 I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears, Psalm 34, 4. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will rescue him. Psalm ninety-one, fourteen. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to praise you, Lord, for all the good gifts we receive that we know are from you, even though we forget. When we only seek you in the rough times, thank you for loving us anyway. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.